Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are speaking with escape bride Jennifer Lovett McLean, who was married at Seabreeze Point at Walt Disney World. And I wanted to have Jennifer on the show today because she was able to stick with the basic escape package, but also customize it in a way that gave her and her fiance exactly the wedding they wanted. So thank you for being on the show today, Jennifer. Welcome. Thank you, Carrie. I'm glad you were able to have me. So now, first, just start off by telling us a little bit about what made you and your fiancé choose a Disney wedding, since you weren't exactly huge Disney Park fans at the time. The reason we chose a Disney wedding was because we didn't want a hometown wedding, first of all. We knew we would have a whole bunch of guests, and that was not something that we wanted, nor could we have afforded. We bounced around with different destinations, and a Sandals wedding being a front runner. If we had gone with the Sandals wedding, we would not have had any guests because our family would not have been able to afford to travel. Disney kept coming across our minds. Charlie was able to go as a child, but I was not able to go ever. We went as a couple a couple of times, but never to see any of the venues that we actually used. We had just went to a couple of the parks to spend time in the theme parks because we really love theme parks. We are pass holders for other parks, just not Disney. We had read some stuff previously, but we weren't looking into marriage then, so it really didn't stick in our minds. So once we got engaged and started researching again, Disney kept coming back and back and back until we finally decided this was the way we were going. That's great. Now, of the three types of weddings offered at Walt Disney World, how did you decide? We went with the escape wedding because of the guests that we wanted. We knew we didn't want the huge wedding. We wanted something small, something that would be memorable for us. So we went with the escape ceremony because it was pretty set package. You know, we really didn't have to focus too much on different things. It was really set for us. So... It was perfect to not have to do any major planning ourselves. Everything was really taken care of, all in a set package. Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out that you were going to be married at Walt Disney World? I wouldn't say that they were exactly overjoyed. They didn't understand why we didn't want to have it at home. In the long run, they weren't going to be the ones that were going to be paying for it. So it really didn't matter what they wanted us to do because we were the ones putting out the expense. So we felt like, It really didn't matter. If they wanted to be there with us, they would be there. And if they didn't, they wouldn't come. But in the end, everybody really loved it. The guests that did come were mostly families. We had a few friends, but it was mostly family members. And they said that it was probably the best wedding that they had ever been to and that Disney did an awesome job with a wedding. And they really thought it was more of a theme park, kiddie-type place. They didn't think that they could do events like that, but they were very impressed. Wow, that's great. How many guests did you end up having? We went the max amount of people that we could have with the escape ceremony, so it was 18. Okay, that's a good size 
Now, did you add any private events to the escape package? We added on the private brunch reception at the attic. We didn't see the place beforehand. We only saw pictures, but we knew it was a gorgeous location. So we chose to go with our reception there, which wasn't our original choice. We were going to do a big group ADR at one of the restaurants around the boardwalk. We even contemplated doing a character dinner somewhere, but looking at the timing of the day, that really didn't work out with the character meals were available. Our wedding was at 10 a.m. that morning, so we did more research and decided we were just going to do a private reception ourselves, so we added that on and used the attic, like I said, and it ended up being a really great thing for us to do. It made our day pretty long considering that we weren't expecting to do that many activities throughout the day. We started our day pretty early with our Magic Kingdom and Epcot shoot. We got up probably about 4, 4.15 um, to get hair and makeup done. Um, My mom came that morning since we didn't have a bridal party and I didn't have anyone to help me get ready. She went ahead and came over and helped me get in my dress and all that good stuff. Regina Hyman was our photographer and she's no longer with Disney Photography, but we had her for our park shoots and also for our wedding. So she was there to pick us up around 6, and we made our way to the Magic Kingdom first. So we got some really good pictures there, and it was really exciting to be inside the park without any other guests, just me and my husband and the photographer and her assistant walking around. So it was really cool to be inside without anyone else being there. It was a really neat experience that you really don't get a chance to have. After the Magic Kingdom shoot, we went to Epcot and did our shoot there, which was our first time inside Epcot because we had never been to that park. The Magic Kingdom and the Animal Kingdom were the only parks we had been to previously. Wow. So doing our park shoot there was our first time seeing Epcot, period. We didn't really have any set locations chosen for our pictures, so we just kind of left it up to Regina to pick wherever she thought would be a good picture. In the end, she did a really good job selecting because we've gotten a lot of really good photos from her. After the park shoots, we made our way back to the boardwalk, and we were probably back there around nine or so. Our planner, Tannis, met us there along with Randy Chapman, who was our outside photographer. They were both there waiting for us so we could go ahead and get started with pictures, which we did along the boardwalk before the ceremony began. Since we didn't do a first look or anything like that, there was no reason why we couldn't take advantage of what time we had before the ceremony to go ahead and get pictures that we wanted in while we could so it wouldn't break into time frame with our guests during the ceremony itself. So we did the pictures up and down the boardwalk, and about 9.45, we went back inside and talked to our officiant. We gave him our rings and our marriage license since it was the first time we were meeting him because it was an escape ceremony. We didn't have a rehearsal or anything like that. So this was our first time being able to meet him. Um, We turned over all of our stuff to him, and Charlie left to go down to the ceremony site. And I stayed behind with Randy and my father, who walked me down the aisle, A little before 10, we started making our way down, Randy taking pictures the entire way, all the people along the boardwalk waving and congratulating. It was a lot of fun, but it's a long, long walk down the boardwalk Mm -hmm. in a poofy dress and high heels, but it was a lot of fun. 
and we had the 10 o'clock ceremony, so the time frame went pretty good with that. I really don't know what time things began and what time things ended. We had the ceremony itself, then we did the cake and champagne ceremony at Seabreeze Point itself because we added Mickey and me on and we wanted to be able to get pictures with them in the cake cutting and because we didn't add the photographer on for the extra time with the reception, we wanted to make sure we got all the photo opportunities that we could get with all of the aspects of a wedding being the cake cutting and all that good stuff. We didn't do parent dances. We didn't do first dances. Hannah told Mickey that we had chosen to forego our first dance. So we decided we were going to dance with them. And then they led us into dancing together. So in the end, we did have our first dance, which was really good anyway. We were able to get pictures and it was a lot of fun and we enjoyed it. We had plenty of time for our guests to dance with Mickey and Minnie. You only get 30 minutes with the characters, but it was a very long 30 minutes to me because everybody was able to enjoy them. We got lots of pictures. Everyone got individual pictures with them. We got group pictures. We got um, the most out of our time with them, I felt. After they left, we did a few more pictures with our group, with our parents, individual guest pictures. We were able to get pictures with all of our guests. Then they left, and we finished taking pictures up and down the boardwalk with Regina and Randy till about 11.15, 11.30, and then started making our way back down the other way towards the attic where our brunch reception was going to be. While we were taking pictures, our guests were at the Big River Grill having drinks because we didn't really have anything planned for them to do in between the ceremony ending and the reception beginning which was something that we really didn't think about, but they made use of their time, which was really good because I didn't really think about it, and I wish I would have. But it sounds like it worked out because they enjoyed themselves. They enjoyed it. We saw pictures afterwards. That's how we ended up finding out that they went to Big River Grill was when we saw the pictures of them all sitting in there drinking at the bar. They had a really good time. They said it didn't bother them. They were able to sightsee a little bit because none of them had ever been down that way. So they enjoyed it. They didn't feel like we left them out of anything or that we didn't do something to keep them busy or occupied while we were taking our photos. After that, we made our way down to the attic and our guests were led up through the boardwalk itself and we were taken to the back entrance so we could see the area first. And Randy was able to get some pictures inside of the reception location because our reception started uh, it was supposed to go from 12 to 2, and we only had him till around 12.30. So he was able to get pictures beforehand for the guests were able to come up. So he got the table settings and the food and more pictures of the cake because they were able to transfer it from Seabreeze Point to the reception location, even though they had told us that it probably wasn't going to happen because of the humidity and the fact that the cake probably wouldn't hold up that long. But it did, and we were able to get lots of good pictures because we wanted lots of good pictures because we did upgrade our cake to the Mad Hatter cake. Ah. And that was a really big decision on us because it was an upgrade um, cost-wise from the included cake with the cake ceremony. But we loved the cake, and they, the setup at the ceremony site itself was really nice. It, um, we were glad that we didn't spend the extra money on the decoration because they had the table set up really nice themselves just by the upgrade of the Mad Hatter cake. 
Interesting. The cakes that come with the escape ceremonies, they're fun. They're really pretty. But we wanted something at the ceremony since we didn't use a lot of floral decor. Having the cakes set up there in our wedding colors was able to bring in those colors as well. That's a good point. Yeah, so it doubles as decor and a delicious treat. Exactly, because it was delicious. <laughs> what flavors did you have? Um, we did a marble cake with a peanut buttercup mousse, and it was delicious. We went back this past September for our one-year anniversary and had a replica cake made, and we've got the same exact cake and same filling, and it was just as good as we remembered from our wedding day. Oh, that's wonderful. That's fun to do. So we had we had our reception. Everybody ate. We had a brunch meal. Everybody enjoyed the food. Everybody said it was really good. It was just a lot of food. Uh, reception ran from 12 to 2, but I would say the guests started leaving around 1.30. I was a little upset to begin with, but we really didn't have too much plan for them to do. We had uh, made a little small Disney-themed quiz before we left home and had it set out on the tables beforehand and let them answer the questions as groups, and we had got some little small prizes beforehand to give out to the winning table. Uh, we handed those all out, and there really wasn't anything left for everybody to do because we really didn't think about that. We really thought, being that it was only two hours, that with the eating and the little mingling and chit-chatting, that it would really take up that much time, but it really doesn't take that much time to eat if you look at it, not two hours. <laughs> so... People started leaving, and that was really fine with us because we had had such a long day, so we were kind of just going to go with the flow as well ourselves. So I think everybody was probably out of the attic, probably by 1.45, which wasn't too bad because the reception ended at 2 o'clock. All in all, our day was a long day, but it was a really good day. Sounds wonderful. And now when you were planning, what were the, you know, two or three most important aspects that you focused your time and attention on and what were maybe the least important aspects? I would say the most important aspects were the photos inside the parks. Um, once we knew that we could do those, that was a big thing that we wanted to do. We loved everybody's photos that we found online. You know, some were not as great as others. I saw yours, and I know you had an experience that you were not happy with, and we saw others that people were not happy with, and we felt like we were going to just take the chance and go with it, even though it probably was a major stressor for me leading up into that, and I didn't find out that we were going to get Regina until, like, the morning of the wedding or the night before, so it was a big stress all the way up until that point because we did not know who our photographer was going to be. And that would, I think that would alleviate a lot of the stress if you knew who your photographer was going to be way in advance, or you could choose who you wanted specifically instead of them giving you a photographer. Right. So that was really one of the major things that we wanted was the photos in the park. We also wanted our guests who weren't able to make it into the park to have a Disney experience. So that was the reason we added on the Mickey and Minnie as a surprise to them. So they would at least have something of a Disney experience while they were at the Disney parks instead of being inside the Disney parks. Another important thing was the food. We wanted to make sure we at least gave them a decent meal for traveling all the way down there. And I say all the way. It really wasn't that far for us. It's only like three and a half hours from where we live to Orlando. So they didn't really have to travel that far. But we wanted them to have something out of the experience besides the wedding itself. So we had the brunch. But looking back, we should have not had so much food because there's no reason to have as much food as we had for a brunch meal. 
So I would say those are the most important things. I would say the least important things was the decor. That was our major, major thing that we really didn't want to spend a lot of money on. Seabreeze Point is really pretty all on its own. Even though we didn't see it in person before the wedding, we saw several pictures and we knew we didn't need much there. So we just went with flower petals for the aisle and we used chair covers and sashes to bring in the colors. Even though looking back, the chairs were really fine that they have there now. They don't look as bad as the ones that were there before. But we wanted to bring in the colors that we had chosen. And that without having a bunch of floral, that was one of the ways that we could bring in our colors and not spend a whole bunch of money. I stuck with one of the traditional bouquets with the calla lily bouquet and had them use the colors that we had chosen. And Charlie used calla lily boutonniere that was included with that. We added on petals for the staged exit, and that was all we had for ceremony decor. And we did a simple, small arrangement on the tables for the reception, and that was it. Another thing we didn't spend a whole bunch of money on, or no money on at all, if you want to look at it, was transportation for our guests for the ceremony. We made sure they were all staying at the same place, except for my parents who stayed off property with other family that lives in the area. So everybody drove themselves to the boardwalk and drive themselves back after the wedding was over with. Um, we didn't worry about spending any money on any kind of welcome bags because we only had five guests that were even going into the parks. So we didn't want to spend any money on something that they weren't going to use anyway, and everybody told us, don't worry about wasting your money on that kind of stuff. We don't want it anyway. <laughs> we also saved money by booking during value season. Our date wasn't um, necessarily important for us we didn't really choose a specific date it's not when we first started dating we just got to pull the date out of the air and september is during value season which is great because it's cheaper for our guests to stay the parks aren't as busy for the ones that were going to the park and it enabled us to be able to stay longer for our honeymoon than we would have if we were going during peak season so i would say that those were the different aspects of why we did what we did and why we spent what we spent on where well, that's great. Those are all great tips for saving money, especially if someone feels the same way you do. Like I know I also did not want to have a lot of floral, so that can be a great way to save money. Right. And we got married during the week, so that saves money too, so you don't have the expenses of the weekend because the hotels are more expensive on the weekend. Your food is more expensive for the weekend. Your minimums, everything goes up on the weekend. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so then what turned out to be your favorite memory of your wedding day? Uh, the whole day itself was the shoot inside the park. We had a really good time being in there before anybody else was. It was an experience that you really would never have a chance to get other than that. But of the wedding itself, I would say my most favorite memory would be seeing Charlie's face coming down the aisle. You know, as I was walking down the aisle and seeing him standing there, it was really exciting and scary and it was just a really good moment. Oh, that's a good one. Now, did anything go wrong or not turn out quite like you expected? Um, nothing really went wrong. Nothing on Disney's part. They did everything awesome. The only thing that went wrong for us was stuff that was our fault or, say, my mom's fault. She locked herself out of our room while we were at our shoot in the park. She was having hair and makeup done in our room because she helped me to get undressed that morning because, you know, we didn't have a bridal party or anything either. So she came to help me get ready before our park shoot, and she stayed there getting her hair and makeup done while we were doing that. 
and she locked herself out of our room and forgot to get our Mickey head fans for our ceremony that we had made and the gifts for the reception. So we were getting texts while we were riding back and forth between the parks that we needed room keys back at the hotel. So we had to wait to get back to give Tannis our key and she was able to get it back to my mom and get all that stuff situated. Even though our fans never made it to the ceremony, even though they would have been nice out there in the heat, the guests did get them after the ceremony to walk back down the boardwalk with, and we were able to get some pictures with them then, and they made it to the reception, but they were never used at the ceremony itself. Hmm. Another thing, we didn't get all of the photos that we wanted from the outside photographer, but that was not his fault. That was our fault for not being more on top of things and making sure we were getting what we wanted. Interesting. Now, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal to you beforehand, but then it didn't turn out to be? The timing of the day, the whole day. I stressed out about being ready on time, um, making it between the park and the wedding, having enough pictures, being able to spend time with our guests, how the reception was going to work. You know, were our guests going to be bored? That was one of the major reasons we didn't want to have a wishes wedding because we were like, how are we going to entertain our family for four hours? They don't like each other that much. (laughs) But um, So I I say the timing of the day was what I stressed out about the most. And in the end, it was really something that I should not have stressed out at all about. Disney Fairytale Weddings takes care of everything, and you really don't have to worry about anything about the timing because they really make sure everything runs smoothly. That's cool. Do you have any tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? I would say my biggest advice would be to make sure you do your research. I know when we first started, it seemed like it was hard to find anything on Disney weddings unless you just really looked and read and read and read. And I finally did come across the Diz boards. And it was a big savior for me, especially being able to ask questions from past brides and being able to get their advice and see pictures that they had and get budgets that they, even though it may be months old or years old, it still gives you an idea of what you can have and what you can't have or what they have to offer you. Right, right. Also, I would say big advice is just because it's the cheapest option and you're wanting to save money doesn't mean it's your best option. Really look into what you're getting for your money and if it's worth it to, to drop your price and not spend as much as what you wanted to, and, but then in the end, you really didn't get the product that you wanted. You really should spend more money if you feel like you know, you're know you not getting what you want. Cheapest is not always the best because spending the money to get the quality if that's what you're looking for and that's what it's going to get you is to go ahead and spend more money, you'd probably be happier in the end if you spent the money and went ahead and got it because we kind of scrimped on some things. Like we didn't have a videographer and now looking back, I wish we had because there's moments of the day because it goes by so fast. There's moments that you forget and a videographer would have been nice. So we could have video to look back on. Right. That's a good tip. Is there any place online where people can go to read about or see pictures of your wedding? Yes. I have a planning journal on the Diz boards. I chronicled throughout the planning process. We have pictures of our inspirations. After the ceremony and the wedding and the honeymoon, I came back and I did a trip report. It's all on the planning journal together. It's a combo. So there's pictures from the ceremony. There's pictures 
from the park shoot. There's plenty of pictures on there. That's great. I'll add the link to the post for this podcast episode on my website so people can go straight to that. So Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I think you've offered a lot of great ideas and some really good advice for anyone who's considering an escape package. And I appreciate your being on the show. Thank you for having me, Carrie. I enjoyed it. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>